Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. I'm your host, Ari Mizell, and this is episode 423. Today I want to talk about education, and specifically educational apps. So, like many, my kids have been distance learning for several weeks now, and I have an 8-year-old, two 7-year-olds who are twins, and a 4-year-old. And they're in two different schools, uh, amongst the four of them. So, I've gotten a a fairly good sense of uh, two very different kinds of distance learning, uh, not just technologically, but pedagogically as well. Uh, One school is using Microsoft Teams and Zoom, and the other school is using Google Classroom and Google Meet. And just from a technology point of view, I'll say that I really don't like Microsoft Teams. Uh, I, I I'm not using it for project management sent like or for uh, communication as it you know as normally would be used like a slack alternative but for this purpose for sure I can say that it is just terrible however uh, they're using zoom and I think zoom is a really superior offering to Google meet Google classroom has been a surprisingly great experience uh, I think it's really well organized and the fact that it integrates so well with Google Calendar and drive and uh, and docs just makes it a really great offering. So that's what the school's offering. Now, the challenge, of course, is one, keeping the kids focused, and especially with four of them, my house feels like a call center in the morning when they're all in their Zoom calls. But they have different schedules. There's some Zoom calls that are mandatory, some that are optional, and some days there's big spaces in between. And then as far as their assignments, you know, there's days where their assignments take them 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Now, I don't just want to give the kids more work for the sake of giving them more work, but there's certain things where I think that we can fill in the gaps. So I've gone really deep on researching various different apps, and I've got quite a few now that I have the kids work on on a daily basis, and I'm really happy with them. Uh, The biggest thing with the apps for me, because there's a million educational apps, but the biggest thing for me is the apps that really personalize the experience for the individual child. Obviously, a distance learning experience or homeschooling even experience can't replicate the same experience that you would get in a classroom, which has certain benefits and certain downsides to it. But regardless of how well set up a school is, how good the teacher is, if you're talking about a traditional school, then they're going to have multiple students. And that means that as much time as they might be able to devote to each student individually, there's always going to be a limit to how much individualized attention they can get. And I think that individualizing education and pacing it to each child's needs and deficiencies and strengths is likely the thing that's going to provide the best educational experience. And just from a basic you know, stance, if a kid really, really likes math, you can teach other things through math, right? You can teach word problems and spelling even through math. If a kid is really into art, you can teach math, you can teach, I mean, there's all sorts of ways that you can teach things using the means that the kid relates to the most. So that's what I'm always looking for in these apps uh, because there's all sorts of like storybook apps and, um, you know, math flashcards and things like that. But the apps that adjust, depending on how the kid is doing, those are the ones that are really interesting to me. So I'm going to tell you the eight that I have on both uh, the iPads for the seven-year-olds right now and why I like them. 
So the first two are from the same company. One is called Doodle Maths, and the other one is called Doodle Spell. Obviously, one is for math and one is for spelling. Again, super individualized, and they're really well done. The The interface is not like the most polished I've ever seen, but again, it adjusts accordingly, and it really is matching the level that they're at. And it's really been helping, actually, them with both things. The next one is called Epic. So Epic is basically a library uh, app. It's got thousands of books in it, all of which can be read to you or you can read them. You can click on any word. It will tell you what it is. Uh, and But they have really great original content. It's like almost like a Netflix for books. And the other thing which I, I've failed to mention before that I really like with these apps is that they allow you to really accurately track the progress that your kids are making. So you can see where they're, they're excelling and where they need more help. Um, the next one is Khan Academy. It's been around for a long time. It was originally uh, a partnership with Microsoft, I think. But this guy, Sal Khan, basically just is a really good explainer of things. Very visual. His voice is very easy to follow along. And they have pretty much every subject that you would see in school. Everything from uh, very basic math to very complex math and grammar and history and finance and economics. So I've been using this very individually with the kids for topics that I really want them to just sort of learn and cover, like world history, ancient history. Um, we've even done a little bit of physics, actually. So Khan Academy has been great. The next one's called Marco Polo. So this is a really extensive app, and it's based on a STEAM curriculum, right? So science, technology, engineering, art and math. And what's cool about this one is it really is sort of set up like a class, like it visually looks like a classroom and there's a group of other students that are all animals, but none of the activities are things that you would recognize, which is really cool. So there's no math and writing and science. It doesn't, nothing like that. There's things like space and animals and food and when you choose those, it takes you through things and it has you do spelling activities and math activities. And it really integrates them into it very well. And so uh, a, a kid might learn about six different kinds of animals. And then you'll get to see how they're doing with sight words and things like that. So I've been really happy with that one as well. The next one is Duolingo. Uh, probably heard of that before, right? <clears throat> it's one of the top, if not the top, language learning app in the App Store for adults and kids alike. And my kids are, well, uh, the twins are learning Chinese in their school. So this has been a really good way to, to reinforce that. My wife is French, so we actually have them start on French as well. And what's nice with Duolingo is it's everything from translating a sentence from English to Chinese, translating a sentence from Chinese to English, uh, saying, actually speaking out loud a Chinese character and having it, you know, sort of give feedback on whether or not you said it right. And again, totally individual and self-paced. Now, for my younger daughter, who's four, Duolingo also has Duolingo ABC, which is a reading and writing app. So she's four, and she is learning to read. And, and uh, it has them write letters on the screen and all sorts of things. So really, really happy with that. And then there's two more. The last one, or the, the second to last one is called Tappity, T-A-P-P-I-T-Y, which is a science app. And... This one's really, really, really well done. There's a lot of videos with this particular character named Haley, who is your sort of personal science teacher. And she takes you through the various lessons. 
and they're very visual, very interactive. But what I like about this one the best is every time one of them completes a lesson, I get an email that says, hey, you know, Sebastian finished this lesson. Here's four questions you can ask him about, you know, the core of the earth. And so it's really, it just helps, again, reinforce that and create a discussion around it later. And the last one is Khan Kids, which is the Khan Academy Kids app which is the basic sort of uh, reading, writing, uh, arithmetic stuff. But it takes them on a path that's very animated and colorful and, and uh, makes it really fun. So my seven-year-olds are doing that. My four-year-old's doing that. And it's been really great to reinforce and learn lots of concepts. So there you have it. There's pretty much eight-ish apps. I added one more for Duolingo, ABC. But these are really sort of rounding out, I feel like, the kids' education right now. And it allows me to track their progress and really provide individualized attention. So in terms of productivity, right, and work-life integration, these apps have been lifesavers because I can really sort of set them going for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour sometimes, and see the progress that they're making and be able to focus on either other kids or another thing that I have to work on. So that's all I've got for today. With the end of the month on May 27th, 28th, and 29th, we're doing something very unique, which is we're going to be having our replaceable founder intensive. Now, normally these are offered as a one day, full day, all in an intensive workshop that I teach over the course of six or seven hours, where I teach the entire replaceable founder curriculum and framework and really get people unstuck and optimizing automated outsourcing with the current environment everything going virtual i didn't want to do one long six to seven hour zoom session so we're doing something unique we're going to be offering this over the course of three nights from 9 p.m to 11 p.m new york time each night and we're giving you the option of signing up for one two or all three nights and the first night we're going to be covering communications the second one will be project management and the third one will be processes I think it's good to have all of them, but if there's areas, one area that you need to focus on particularly, you can do just that. And nine o'clock at night seems to be working really well for a lot of our content because the days are just crazy for a lot of people right now, especially with their at home, if they're with their spouses and with their kids. So we wanted to be able to support that and offer something that could really help you launch your business forward. So check it out. You can go to less.do slash NYC to find out more about that. And otherwise, make it an effective day.